All right. Uh, that's good. So let's get started. Let's do it. Welcome to Blockchain Bandwagon, the podcast where we explore the depths of blockchain, cryptocurrencies, and the technology shaping our future. I'm your host, Chet Chekhuri, and today we are going to talk about investing and staking cryptocurrencies. I'm not a crypto investor or an advisor, but want to share what I've learned this week. I'm the founder of TogetherMDM. Our product is a blockchain-based identity database for providers, that is database for providers, that is secure, immutable, and interoperable with existing systems. I'm here with my co-host, Brian. Brian and I like to research and study various aspects of blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies that we share that with our audience. Now, let me hand it over to my co-host, Brian, who will introduce himself and give us a sneak peek into today's discussion. Hey, Chuck, good to see you. How are you today? Good. Awesome. Hey, I'm Brian. Um, I've been in the staffing business, uh, IT staffing business for over 25 years. Um, And and like Chuck had mentioned, we just have a love of uh, blockchain and and cryptocurrency Web3, and and we share it with you. And uh, hopefully all learn something along the way. Today, as Chuck mentioned, we're going to put our thoughts around a little crypto investing and what that looks like and uh, um, take any questions you guys might have and, and again, learn something as we go. Uh, But before we get started, make sure you subscribe here um, as well as you can catch us anywhere on Spotify, Google, Apple. um, And we're here every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Pacific time. Chuck, take it away. Thank you, Brian. Uh, I know before we start talking about investing and I want us. I want to be clear that with our audience that we are not qualified investment advisors. You know, what? <laughs> what? I'm highly qualified. <laughs> I do research on the weekends, Chuck. I know. <laughs> and, and only sharing what we learned about crypto and we are learning. Uh, I really advise everybody to consult with their experts and be careful before they invest. With that. We did quite a bit of uh, research and uh, it was a lot of uh, learning. So I know, Brian, you do your research on the weekends. <laughs> so, uh, tell me a little bit about crypto investing. How do people make money? Well, just like stocks, you buy low, sell high. You can't buy high, sell low. So, I mean, there you yeah. go. That's I think we wrapped it all up right there. That's yeah. it. Just buy low, sell high. That's it. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's a. It, I mean, it is a lot like the stock market, except there's a right. It's pretty much an unregulated industry, so uh, you really have to watch out with. Uh, you know, people want to the get rich quick schemes, and hey, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy at one cent, and I'm going to sell at a hundred dollars and become a millionaire overnight, and never have to work again. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's possible, but uh, highly, highly, highly. Yeah. So hopefully we can go over some basic strategies, some basic ideas, um, where to start an account, maybe some things to, you know, you might not want to invest in, but something to look at, some of the scams out there, things of that sort. What, what to look for in the industry? Yeah, one thing that I found different with crypto, even though it's very similar to stocks, right? Uh, I broke it down into three things, three ways of doing, making money, right? One is basically simple investing. When I say simple investing, you buy some crypto and at a certain price and just hold and see when it goes up, right? And when it goes up, you sell it, you make money. That is basically holding a a position, buying some crypto today and selling it when the price goes up. Then there is another one because crypto is being going up and down so high Uh, there is a lot of opportunity for day trading, right? You buy it today and the little bit goes up, you sell it. And then when it goes down, you buy it and then you sell it. You're not really holding it for a long time, but you're just trading, right? Uh, That is more like a day trading where people buy and hold stocks, people buy trade day trade. So you can do the same things uh, with and investing is like a long term and more hopefully most people who invest are willing to lose that, right? They're willing to risk that right? Uh, in the hope of making money, which is kind of weird. I never got that, you know? I want to lose, I'm willing to lose money, but then I want to make a lot of money. Right? That's right. Uh, that's uh, something I've never been comfortable with, but I know 
people do that. Then there is the interesting part of crypto is staking, right? And I don't know how many people are familiar with staking is basically, I'm going to take a first shot at it, Brian, then I want you to step in and do it. You know? No, I'm, uh, I'm listening. So when we do some transaction today in an, in a non-crypto world, right? If I'm sending money from here to say India, uh, there is a 3% or 0.5%, some percentage of money I have to pay as a transaction fee, right? On blockchain, there is also a transaction fee. And that is much less than what you pay in the traditional world. And that's why people are using crypto to do particularly cross-border transactions because it's so much cheaper. Now, when you make that transaction, when people make that transaction, who gets the transaction fee? right that transaction fee is given to whichever node processes that transaction right now there are millions of nodes processing transaction and who gets to process depends on how much crypto are they willing to stake right so they put a skin in the game to process the transactions and when they process transaction they get some money back so what you can do is let's say i buy a thousand tokens of Ethereum and I go put that thousand tokens. I go put that thousand tokens in Ethereum stake there. Right? Now I lock that thousand dollars or thousand Ethereum tokens. And now if the node that I invested in starts processing transactions, I'll get a little bit of that money. So eventually, I don't know however long it takes, but I might get my money back. Right. I mean, the value of my Ethereum may go up or down. That is a different story. So that is one opportunity for staking. Are you talking about staking, right? You're talking about staking. Yeah, I'm, st I'm, I'm talking. About, so so I buy my Ethereum and I stake it. So, so, right. So staking, think of, think of staking as a, basically a high yield savings account. That's what it is. Yeah. So the thing about it is uh, almost like a CD pretty much. You cannot take your, you can't take it out. So it's usually locked up uh, a few places. I think you can uh, you can stake and take it out. But uh, the whole point is that, that you put it in as the in most cases. Right. So us as novice, I'm pretty much enough. I probably do a little more research than most, but still very novice in this space. Um, but staking. Right. So I can I can stake Ethereum and somebody else. It goes right to the. So I, I use Coinbase a lot or Gemini used to use Binance. Uh, so you can stake your Ethereum. So I've st staked my Ethereum uh, for a period of time um, on Coinbase uh, with the assumption I'm going to get a certain percentage back. Well, for the ease of doing the transaction, right, Coinbase takes a percentage of that, right? So I, I get less of a percentage. Now, if I wanted to, I could go find and stake myself, right, and stake to a pool, or I can stake people. And or if I was technical, I could do a staking, right? I think it's, you have to have 32 Ethereum in your account, which is 55,000 right now, somewhere in there with the current money. Um, and I could do transactions myself, right? I can prove transactions and get even more percentage. But that means you have to have a node to process transactions. That's what, I say. That's what I say. There's a lot of different ways to stake. Correct. Yeah. So if so minimum is 55,000, but if you don't have 55,000, you can pull it with somebody else, right? Like yeah, so there's a couple, correct. And then either have somebody else do it for you, or you can do it or whatnot, yeah. Or as in my factor, I don't do anything. All I do is stake it through uh, stake it through Coinbase and it goes actually to Coinbase, <laughs> takes it, and then they use it, right? And, and Brian, I want to take a moment and ask uh, of our audience, anybody who's at staked, uh, anybody wants to say who, did they stake any... Uh, money and how does it work anybody want to tell share something okay so please when you see when you want to say just put a message in the chat and i'll call on you uh that would be awesome because we're, we're trying to see what experience is like for staking and if anybody made any money that would be fantastic So, Brian, we know it, we said it's the same as investing in stock, right? 
why would somebody invest in crypto over stock? Why, why are people choosing to invest in crypto? Why would you invest in your friend's business over a stock? Why would you invest in a book over crypto? Why would, right? It's what, what you're interested in. It's about projects, right? So each, each, uh, so coin, right? There's coins and tokens. So uh, each asset um, provides mostly, in most cases, right, a different project. There's 22,000 different crypto projects right now um, mm -hmm. as, of the, as of June 2023. So that's a lot. <laughs> so uh, it, it's important to look at, hey, what, what projects are out there? Um, you know, each person is different. Some people just like to, hey, they like to pure gamble and just throw money at something and say, hey, I like, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm going to throw ten thousand in there. Oh, it's gone. Um, uh, instead of doing your research and understanding, you know, hey, what what are behind these projects? Most of these coins and tokens, um, they have projects behind them. So think of coin, right? Coin is just a basic basic difference. So a coin is Bitcoin, Ethereum, anything that has their own blockchain is a coin, right? Anything that's a token is based on that blockchain. It's built upon that blockchain. So think about that way. So if, if uh, one of the things that I was uh, looking at, it was if you compare uh, Bitcoin versus S&P, right? If I have to inv invest in stocks or like, you know, if I'm and if I'm investing in Bitcoin, I thought people at one point made a lot more money in currencies than they made it on stocks. Right. Uh, so you remember when... Uh... I mean, what, a year ago when it was, you know, Bitcoin was going crazy. Basically, the whole market yeah. was going nuts. It goes up to 68,000. It's in the news every single night. Yeah. It's in the news. It's, it's being pumped. Uh, there's a lot of talk about it. And then, yeah, I, I mean, I guess you could say it crashed. But actually, in my opinion, soft landed at about 20. Um, and now it's up to about 30, you know, and down to, what, 616 a couple months ago. Yep. And then back up to about 30. So about a year, a year later, we're at half the price of the top market. But I think that's a very, very good in the in yeah. terms of the industry. Yes. So, so when I was uh, researching it, I found that like a lot of people are excited about crypto because it has a higher potential for higher returns, right? More than stocks. So that's why people are there. And then the other reason, uh, the advantage of investing in crypto is it's decentralized, right? It's not controlled by any broker or it's not controlled by any exchange, right? It's, if I buy crypto, right, uh, and it's in my wallet and I'm holding it, if I buy Ethereum on Binance, I can go sell it on Coinbase too, right? I don't have to, if I, if I'm buying in an account, I don't have, I'm not tied to that account, am I? Oh, you'll have, there's a few different things, right? So you can have each of those that you mentioned, Binance, which you really can't use in the US anymore. Um, but yes, yeah, so if you have a wallet on Binance and a wallet on, uh, wallet on Coinbase, yes, you can switch assets between the two, right? Between your two wallets. I don't highly recommend it all, all the time, um, but yes, you can switch between the, the, the two. Now, I, I, would, I would like to see if anybody has this answer because I don't. Let's say I have a Tesla stock, right? I have an account on Merrill Lynch and then I have an account on, let's say, uh, Charles Schwab, right? Can I take my 100 shares from my Charles Schwab account and move it to this other, account, other exchange and sell it? No, right? I don't think we could do that. Can you? I never did that. But I'm assuming that's what decentralization means, right? It's like I'm not tied to any kind of a central exchange. I can move it from. But you still, right, you still have to. So, right, your wallet is like your your cash, right? It's basically just like a, a wallet, just like a sound. It's a wallet. But it's yeah. not like it's one, you have one wallet for every site, right? And so if you have two sites, you potentially have two, three, four, five different wallets, right? And then those are those are considered hot wallets. The difference between a hot wallet and a cold wallet, hot wallets on the internet means it's yep. connected to the internet. It can be it can be hacked. Um, 
cold cold wallet, cold storage, whatever you want to call it, is offline, not connected to the internet, usually a USB drive, hard drive, things of that sort that's external. Exactly. So that's what I'm thinking cold wallet in this point, right? If I have a cold wallet and I buy a thousand Bitcoin and it's in my wallet and it's in my USB drive, then I can just connect to my account on Coinbase and sell it. You can deploy. Yes, for sure. Yeah, you can connect your account. Yes, you can connect anything. You can oh, deposit anything. Thanks, so Shiva. Shiva said I can transfer my stocks from one account to another. I didn't know that. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, so this, this, that is one thing. And then the other one, uh, the benefit that you have in crypto is 24 seven trading. You're not limited to like the stock market hours, right? You don't share like, you don't have extend hours, regular hours, you know, you can trade pretty much any time. So you can right. really take advantage of you know, that's minor variations over time or however, whatever your strategy happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, that's my understanding of the benefits. I mean, it makes sense to you. Yeah. But it, of investing in crypto benefits. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you my big benefit. Right. So I believe in decentralized decent. That's why I think we like, that's why we started this podcast, right? Because we like that area so much and we like blockchain technology and we like what it can do in the future, what the future holds for it. Um, the future of Web3, uh, just the future in general. And I I think as governments in general grow, uh, they become more, you know, more susceptible to corruption and more susceptible to um, wanting more from you uh, for nothing that I get back. I have to give, 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 right. As in more taxes and whatnot. Uh, whereas this world of crypto, um, of cryptocurrency is, uh, is, is decentralized and, um, gives power back as, as we've seen over the last, our last 30 episodes really gives power back to the people. And it's really a decentralized world that we want to live in. Right. So that do you, do you like the, did you use the 24 seven aspects of this trading? Like, did you do like, I, if I yeah, wake up in the middle of the night, just want to buy some Bitcoin. Sure. Why not? Did you ever do it after hours or something like that? Like no, you, did you ever have to worry about, oh, you, I have have to worry about you can buy anytime you want. Now yeah, you can do that with stocks, right? You can do that. There's, there's trading. Now you can put in and then you get it in the morning, right? Because it's stocks are different because you put in a buck. You won't get executed, right? You don't but know you when you get executed. But, at what time. Right. So you put in a buy order. Right. You put it, you're going to buy Tesla. So you put in a buy order and in the morning, whatever the price is, you're going to get it at that price. Right. You're going to buy, get that price. Um, with this, it's instantaneous 24 hours a day. Awesome. So then let's talk about why people should are afraid to invest or, you know, we know we talked about why they like to invest in crypto, but why they don't like to invest in crypto. Yeah, what are some of your uh, what are some of your ideas behind why number one people don't invest? Number two, you know what's what's concern? You know, what's the big concern? Yeah, so some of the concerns that I read around there is like the price is not like going up and down too much, highly volatile. You know, it's like you never know it's going up or it's going down, right? It it kind of makes them nervous, you know. Uh, so it's very volatile right now, at least at least in the last few years it has been. Before that, it kept going up and up and up for a long time, right? Now it's very volatile. That is one of the biggest concerns that I hear. And then there is also fear of frauds and scam, you know? They hear so many stories about Bitcoin fraud, uh, scams like FTX, right? A lot of pump and dump schemes that are in the news. Maybe, Brian, I have a question for you. We know we hope I, I hope I have an answer. What do you got? I hope you have an answer. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. <laughs> uh, so in your experience from, I know you've been reading up on, on this area quite a bit. What is the proportion of scams? Like, you know, some out, out of all the different, like thousands of projects, do you think 30% or 20%? What, what is the level of scams? Because that I, 
Good oh, I don't know. So here, so I'll tell you. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you an example of when, when to watch the most scams. Now, I can't give a percentage of what probably is a scam. Now, there's probably people out there that think they have a project going. That's why it's why it's important to read up on what you're investing into, especially if it's not your traditional, you know, known known things. Um, so, for instance, PayPal just said they're going to make a stable coin. Right. So they're that's they're just coming out. Their stock went up two percent. Uh, that's it's a way to get it, them to get in the crypto market, really the Web3 area. That's it, this could change a whole game. Right. So this can really change the game on that side. Um, well, as soon as that announcement happened, there was a, a bunch of, quote, you know, the meme coins come out. Right. So uh, there's a bunch of scams. So I think it was I read that it was uh, the the top tre- the, the top trending one had 3 million dollars worth of investments within minutes of it coming out that that said it was tied to PayPal right because people just want to get it so with that get rich scheme of hey if i just invest you know 100 bucks 1000 bucks 500 bucks i'm going to be you know i can make 500,000 and you know in, in a day well, that's just not going to happen. That's not realistic. These are all scams. Most likely the rug is going to be pulled out from under you and you're going to be left with nothing. Um, could it become something? Maybe, but in most cases, those, anything that is, a, you know, PayPal, it's, you know, PayPal stable coin and people just make coins off of, off of that notion that, Hey, this is, this is involved with PayPal. This is this, this is this. Um, so if there's a hundred new coins that come out, people invest, and you're just going to be out. Most likely, you're going to be on investment because there's no real world use case behind it. There's no reason for it to come up. I can go on Fiverr right now, and I can make a coin of, or I, I can make a token of my own for twenty bucks. I can have a, get a developer. I create my own token. Um, it'll be a probably be a scam because I have nothing. I'm not offering anything really for it. I'm just saying, hey, I want to make a million units and I'm going to sell it for you know a hundred bucks each or five bucks each or a penny each to raise money. And there we go. And then I get the money and you guys are out. So it's really important to understand like, okay, especially a new coin that comes out or a new, uh, a new token that comes out. What's the project behind it? What's uh, what's the use case behind that? Is it just a, you know, Dogecoin is right. You've heard of Dogecoin. Yeah. So Doge, Doge, the first true like meme coin that came out, it has nothing behind it. It is just a, it's just a coin. It's just a, it's just a token. That's all it is. And, but it became popular and it got, it's the, it was in the frenzy and now people see it as a medium of value and that's why it's has some value. And that's why Mark Cuban, he accepted for his, you know, Mavericks. When you can buy Mavericks merchandise or buy tickets, you can pay in Dogecoin. <laughs> so that, that kind of became a currency out of this popularity. Yes, exactly. Out of, off of they were making fun of the market. That's why they came out with it. <laughs> and it just caught on. It was popular. I know. Even well, that's another thing. About it. That's another thing to watch out for, right? So Shibu, same thing. It's a meme coin. That's a, you know, anyway, there's just a, there's a lot of them. Just you have to be, you know, talking about scams and about you have to be weary of stuff. It's like it's like buying into a penny stock, right? You have to do your research. There are some penny stocks that are absolutely fantastic and that will probably explode in growth that have great management behind it they have a great idea and if it if it hits they'll take off same thing with in the crypto space um you know there's a DeFi projects and there's you know different things on top of uh, uh you know on top of all these uh blockchains the layer two stuff um they'll be great but you have to do your research okay let me ask some let's say i do have to do my research and i am doing my research so what are some of the things that i should Look for like I know we talked about it in the past. Uh, what are some of the flags? Okay, this is if this is the case, don't even touch it. They're not tied to anything, so it's just it's just a coin or a token that's just not tied to anything. It's just okay. there. There's no real world scenario. They're just peppy coin for crying out loud. Nothing was huge for a second, right? So what is it doing? What's the real world use case? And if there is one, do you believe in that? Do you think they can do that? Does it make sense? Um, it doesn't take long to do a research. It doesn't take uh, it doesn't take any rocket scientists. Um, and then, how big of a gambler are you, right? How big? 
how big, how, how much do you have in your bankroll? How much do you have to invest and how much are you willing to gamble of that? How much, what percentage of that are you willing to gamble um, to maybe hit big on a couple? Maybe you buy 10 of those and nine of them go under, but one hits big and there you go. Maybe you make some good money, but you have, you need to do it just not throwing darts at a wall and just throwing it up. You know, you can put a hundred stocks on a wall and just take a, take an arrow and throw them at him. And uh, you can do your investment strategy that way. And the same thing with a, uh, same thing with a uh, crypto. Um, it's not the best, not the best strategy, but that's a strategy. Yeah. So to summarize, basically the way I would detect a fraud is when I see a token, I want to see what is the reason for people to buy it and sell it, right? There is some underlying value proposition. Maybe they're selling shoes or it's used for selling shoes or buying shoes, or maybe it's used to do something, right? Yes. Used for buying and selling only, right? The, right. So you're creating a you're creating something. There's a real voice. Whether you're, hey, we're creating a product to um, to make money transferring easier, to make it to make it cheaper, to make it whatever. Um, we're creating this, you know, D app to do this. Um, yeah, there's something they're doing. They're doing something. Not just, hey, I'm putting out this coin. I'm putting out the Chuck coin, and uh, we're just gonna see if we can raise some money. Also, so, yeah, so basically, I see. So let's say I'm building, uh, I'm, so let's say I'm making some product, right? Like say shoes, right? And then you if I shoes. say, you love shoes. Yes. Love <laughs> so if I say I'm buying this, I'm building a set of shoes, maybe in Zambia somewhere. And then these are the tokens that I need for you to invest in these shoes. Now, if, if our, my business is successful, the value of that token goes up. And then you would mind investing if my process of making shoes is reliable, trustworthy, and all of that, right? Basically, yes, yes, that's yes. Yes. So, so, so first thing is the tying of that token to some back end business, right? Some business investment. Yep. And then some, the, something. That's a real world case. And, yes. and then the rest part is my risk tolerance for that. I believe, like willing to lose that money on that show business. Exactly. Exactly. Right? So that's if I those two are not there, then don't even bother. It's probably a scam. Yeah, I mean, it, it's probably not the wisest investment. I'm not even saying don't invest. I'm just saying it's not the wisest. Just expect to lose. The only one true. I mean, hundred percent. I have zero doubt that is going anywhere but up, and it will go very high is Bitcoin. That's it. If you ask me one, you can only invest in one. That is it. Bitcoin, 100%. No doubt. Done. What about Ethereum? Uh, it can always go away. Uh, and that's the second. That's Ethereum number two. Can go away I, like Ethereum. I like Ethereum. I like Ethereum a lot. I think it's very stable. I love I love it. And But Bitcoin is the true gold standard of cryptocurrency. It's a, it's viewed It's viewed as gold. So as you see, said as much. The, the Securities and Exchange Commission has basically said as much. Are you saying that because the total amount of Bitcoin is capped? Because the total capped. amount of Ethereum is not capped. Hundred percent. Hundred percent is capped. Yes. That's but why. Ethereum is not capped. That's why. Same you're thing as it's the same thing as gold, really, right? It's yeah. It's there's only a finite amount. Now, if a asteroid hit the Earth and there was gold all over it, then think, well, guess what would happen to gold? Gold prices would plummet because there's more of it. It's the same thing as you know Bitcoin. There's only a certain amount of Bitcoin, twenty-one million. There's only twenty-one million, right? So that's it. So you're discounting Ethereum only because of that no cap, or is there any other reason? No, I like it a lot. I love. It. I I would say invest in that. Of course, I, I have no problem. I, I'm invested in it. I I've absolutely okay. bought that. I bought Litecoin. I, I hell, I have Dogecoin, and I have Shiba, and I have right. So I have all those. I, I have a bunch. I have um, ADA, so Cardano. I I, I got a bunch. Um, Okay. It's just what your XRP is another one, right? So the, a, a new ruling came out in favor that that says what they do. So cross-border payments to make your, you know, that's what Ripple does, cross-border payments. And, um, you know, SEC ruled that they're not a, they're not a commodity. They don't need yeah. to uh, be registered, right? So that's a big one. Yeah. Thus, you saw their price skyrocket a little bit, right? Yeah. And so yeah, uh, I think that, that will continue to go. But again, that's stuff you need to follow in the news and say, be curious. I'm just saying, right? Investing is curiosity. And 
um, just be curious and don't listen to others. What others say, don't take our advice. Don't take our word for it. I, I may love Bitcoin. You may, you know, other people may not, but I, I think it's a true storage of value uh, long-term um, and the long-term price is, is, is I'm very bullish on. And Ethereum as well. Ethereum could easily hit 10,000, a hundred percent. It's 1800 now, easily could hit 10,000 in the not too distant future. 10,000. Um, Mm-hmm. Wow. For sure. Uh, so it's just, again, as 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 more Web3 comes, right, as, as more web people get into Web3 and more people get into this space and as more credibility and there'll be we've talked to, you know, I think it was last week or the week before we talked about um, we talked about the uh, stuff going through Congress. Right. We talked about the bills um, a little bit about what's going through Congress. So there's going to be a little bit of regulation, which is good in this space because it's going to rein some people in. It's freaking the wild, wild west right now. Uh, so, and that will put, right. So now there's a small percentage of people It'll bring a lot more people involved and that will get more corporations involved and that will get, um, more, it will just show more stability and more, uh, a place for it. So talking about the last thing, why people are afraid, right? The one was, this is not, uh, security, right? How secure is my money or how secure is my investment? Not in terms of growth or like that, but can it be, can I be robbed? So two things, right? So if you have it on an exchange, it can actually, it can absolutely be hacked. Now, most of these places, you, you have to read their terms of service, right? So some of them have insurance. Uh, some don't, if they get hacked and you get hacked, you're out, right? It's just your, your account's done. You're out. Now, if you have cold storage, it's very highly unlikely that somebody can steal it unless they physically take your, you know, your USB. But on the other hand, if you do have a cold storage um, and you lose your private key, there is no recovery. There isn't yeah. like, hey, let me, I forgot my password. Help me out with my password. There's no recovery. It's, it's gone. It's gone forever. But if it's online, there, there is an option for recovery. Uh, you know, I have, the, so on Coinbase, there's 12 words in sequence. I have to put it to access my actual wallet. Um, yeah. So I don't know that there is a recovery for that. If I forget it, I, that's one thing that's, I have it written down. That's nowhere online. I have nowhere online that is physically written down. Um, so but it, isn't it, I, it is the same 12 words, even for my cold wallet. Yeah. The same 12, I don't understand, what's that? So, so the, the way blockchain keys work is you have these 12 words, okay? Mm -hmm. And yep. all these 12 words are coming from a dictionary of, I think, 10,000 or 12,000 words, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not like any words. Right. All this, that set of words is kind of frozen, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think different uh, encryption systems use different set of words. Okay. Mm -hmm. So once you have those 12 words in a certain order, right, you can then generate private and public keys from that. Yes. Right. So if I have my private and public keys in my cold storage, which is on mm -hmm. my USB. Yep. Right. If I remember those 12 words, I can open up my cold wallet too. If I forget those 12 words, I, I can't open up my cold wallet. That's correct. But that, that is the same also, right? I'm assuming, I'm thinking at least on MetaMask, okay? When, uh, because when MetaMask has my wallet, if I forget my 12 words, right? Then they can send me a password. They may identify that who I am and give me that 12 words. Hmm. Interesting. I've never lost money, so I never, I never. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> no, I, I created a bunch of uh, accounts for testing, so I, I create a lot of these, so, like you know, twelve-word mnemonics because I'm mm -hmm. testing and it's in my GitHub because those are my the ones that I use. I have one very secure twelve words that is on right. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, exactly. But then I, I generate so many of them. I, I didn't want to lose some of my data, so I get that, you know? Right, right, exactly. <clears throat> so that's how that works. But I didn't know 
if this Coinbase did that kind of a provision for people? It's a good question. I don't know. I've never, uh, never tried. So I, I hope I never have to try. Yeah. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's, I, I mean, I love this, but I just find if once you, once you start in this space, it's kind of like us, right? You start and then you become addicted and then you want to learn more and more, learn more because, you know, we're, we're kind of, you're way more of a technology guy than I am, but I still like it. And I love the technology behind this stuff. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's fun. Like it's, it's fun to see and it's fun to see the future and it's fun to see and it's good to be a part of it. When you invest in it, it's like you're a part of it. Yeah, I have not invested in anything. I'm just more of a technical guy trying to use blockchain. So the other <laughs> thing that people started asking me, I was been telling people I'm doing this podcast on investment and I'm researching it. A lot of uh, the people that I know who haven't invested, but they're saying, Hey, is it time to get in? Should I invest now or should I wait later? You know, and some of them think that they should have invested, but they didn't. Well, that's always should have. I should have bought Bitcoin when it was a dollar. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. But, there, but you didn't. So, of course, you should invest now. So, but I want to. if you don't want to, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I was thinking about it, right? There is no such thing as a good time, right? I mean, whenever you're ready, you're ready. Is that, is yeah, that whenever you're ready, you're ready. Yes, exactly. And then, oh, hey, Shiva. So is mining and staking different? Is that what you're asking? Is that what the question is? You can jump on, give him, invite him to talk there, uh, Chuck, if you would. Yeah. Hey, Shiva, go ahead. Hi, Ben. Hi, Chuck. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, yeah, this is an interesting topic. <laughs> like we do day to day, this thing, trading, staking, and uh, earning some extra reward. Yeah, like uh, uh, we all know this, they pay some extra percentage for staking this one. Is that like uh, the mining for uh, validation of the transactions of the crypto and uh, staking? It's a different way in the background, or it's so I'll tell you the only, I'll, I'll tell you the difference. Yeah. Um, right. So mining is proof of work, right? So Bitcoin proof of work. That's what mining is. Uh, staking is proof of stake. So that's the way you, uh, put a block on, like you uh, approve a block to go on the blockchain. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. It's the only difference. Okay. Oh, okay. I want to be a little bit more technical. Yeah, you do it. I like no, it. I want okay. to like know what's happened in the background. After staking, they use that stake coins to for validate the network. No, no, the coins are not used for validating. So let me let me let me try okay. a technical way. Right? Mining really means you're creating a new block. New. When you yeah. create a new block, you're finalizing transactions. Okay? Mm -hmm. So once you create a block, the Transactions on that block are fine, right? That can never be changed. Okay. Because what happens is when you have thousands of nodes and there are currently, let's say at this particular point in time, there are 20 transactions came in, mm -hmm. right? Now there are hundred nodes. They're all trying to process those transactions. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because they all want the money for processing a transaction. Okay, but only one of them is really final. With me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right. 100 people, 100 nodes want to process transactions, but only one person is considered an official final transaction, right? Mm -hmm. So now all these 100 people are trying to mine a block. Okay, they're all mining. But one guy actually finds the gold. <laughs> Right. One yeah. guy is actually gets. So when you get the gold, that is when you get the money. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when hundred people are trying to look for that one block, sometimes different people will get it. Okay. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then they make money on that transaction. So that is mining. Now staking is if there are a, a million nodes, all million can participate in this mining. Only people who have staked some currency, right? They put some skin in the game. They get to mine. 
Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So when you give your money to one of the nodes, you are making him more powerful to mine, right? And when he makes money, he will give you some money. Some money, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. That's right. what. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So staking is basically skinning in, putting skin in the game for mining. Mining, okay. mining is actually closing transactions. And when you process transactions, you make money. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Nicely explained. Thanks to both of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Thanks to that technical guy. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I used to get confused quite a bit. Why is mining it? And then Brian also brought something up. Proof of work process, proof of staking, right? Proof mm-hmm. of authority or, you know, because when they were trying to see who gets to process this uh, transaction, there were a lot of different consensus algorithms. They all had to agree to some rules, right? And staking came later because yep. how uh, it wasn't there in Bitcoin. Yeah, no, it's, you know, mine is, you know, people are going, you know, you're softening, solving the mathematical problem to get the, get the reward. Exactly. First one to get it done gets the reward. Yep. And staking, if you have more, if you have more money to stake, you are most likely going to get more, uh, more opportunity to, yeah, to get the rewards. I, you know, I started using the word transaction fees than rewards. Transaction fee is easier to understand. You know, <laughs> yeah. he process the transaction, he gets the transaction fee. You Basically. Know? Yeah. Uh, so then let's talk about some uh, resources. Where, what, where would somebody go to buy or where would they go to research? Where go to research? Go? Oh, I, I'd go, I mean, uh, you know, CoinMarketCap is a great, CoinMarketCap.com is great. It has a list of everything, everything's there. You can break it down however you want. That's a good place to start. Um, and then kind of go off of that. You can also go on any exchange. So like Coinbase, you can go on, click on a, click on Ether. It will give you a little explanation about it and give you every bit of recent news that's been on Ether. Um, that's been on Bitcoin. That's been on Cardano uh, to get, start your research that way. And if you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to invest or, oh, well, that sounds interesting. Let me you know do more research. Let me look these guys up um, and you can go from there. So um, there's a lot of places out there you can look at uh, for dashboarding and, and things of that sort. I just happen to, I just happen to use that one. That's where I, yeah. I like to go. Coin, um, coin market base. Yeah, core market cap. Coin market cap. Yep. Yeah. So I have uh, I use uh, not from investment perspective, but I want to see what transactions are happening live, right? Because I'm not really investing, but I'm trying to see how the blockchain is functioning, right? How many, how fast they're doing, how much time they're taking, how much it is costing, these kind of things. There is a website called, particularly I work mostly on Ethereum. So there is a website called Mm etherscan.com. So on etherscan, I mean, you can connect to different, every network, the, where the real things happen, there is also a test network right on Ethereum. So when you am testing my uh, smart contracts and my code, before it goes on the main where it real money is involved, there is a similar test network and where I can run my test, my code and do this before it goes with real money. So they both work the same. The Etherscan software or a website uh, lets me go to both the main site or the test site. And once I go on the main side and I can see who is sending, not say who means not people, but which account, this account sent this many much money. And you really get a feel for how much money is, how much, how many tokens are moving every second. I mean, that will definitely excite you because Uh hearing in the news and seeing it real time, how much money and crypto is moving is very fascinating. Right. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, that is fascinating. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's yeah, cool. etherscan.org, that's, that's cool. right? And you can actually see, and you can see what, who mined that block, how much money they got for each block, uh, oh, how cool. many transactions are in each block, right? So all of that is transparent, and that's the beauty of blockchain, right? You can actually see anybody can see. 
I'm not even an investor. You may not even have an account, but you can actually go and see. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is one. And then I signed up. Uh, there is a Twitter account called Whale Watchers, right? The, these right. people, they actually send out a tweet. If you subscribe, if there are like 100 million or $200 million moving from one account to other, or a $300 million moving, or a half a billion dollars moving, or like, you know, that's huge right. amounts moving from accounts. They want to let, let people know, mm-hmm. right? And you will be surprised to see how much big volume of money is moving between accounts constantly. That's cool. I like it. Right. So that, that, those are some of the things that keep me like, oh, wow, you know, it's more, more motivated. I mean, people are using mm-hmm. it, you know, because the news is like not that much right now. We talked about it last time. AI is sucking up all the news <laughs> cycles, right? There's not yes. much talk uh, in, in the channels or anywhere about uh, this one. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to see all the, that's why I like the coin market cap. It shows you everything that's moving up to date and up to the second and, you know, shows volume and, and market cap and all, all that kind of great stuff. So it's just cool. I, I like, I like checking all this cool, cool stuff. And before we want to close, I want to tell you something that I learned very, because when I saw that, right, people are afraid to invest because of highly volatile. And then I said, man, when something is so highly volatile, how can I make money? <laughs> right? the best times to make money yeah yeah so then I, I i did some research i'm not an expert i just heard some definitions right so if you can buy options okay they have four different terms that i just learned yeah right yeah. uh they're called straddle strangle calendar spread iron butterfly they have names for these strategies mm-hmm. so you don't really if bitcoin is sixty-six thousand. And you think it's only going to be 1000 moment, right? Then you can only invest 1000. Okay. So there are some concepts here. I'm not really familiar with this or I'm not an expert, but what happens is if you buy a call and a put on the same Ethereum for the same strike price and the same expiration, depending on how much the strike price and expiration date, how far into it is, you can profit when even if it's going up or you're going down. Nice. Right. But then if it has to move beyond that strike prices that you have, right? If it right. doesn't have that volatile, then you lose all the money you put in. That- <laughs> all right. Yeah, so- no, I haven't. You know, I know the same thing. It's the same thing with stocks. You can do all that. I just haven't gotten in that space. And I just not like, I mean, yeah, I've heard all those terms. I couldn't explain to you exactly yeah. what they all are and how they work and so, all that kind so, of stuff. So I was looking at this one, right? There are. I mean, there is always a way to lose money, right? If it doesn't, you're betting on a certain movement, right? You're setting it will go up $10, right? Mm-hmm. So if it goes up $10 or if it goes down $10, you'll make money. But if it only goes up 5 or if it goes down 5 you don't make money mm-hmm. within that price, within that time period, right? It's not right. Like a straddle is one. A strangle is slightly different. If you think it will only move up to five, $10. Right. Then you can bet on that too. Hmm. If it goes more than 10, you lose your money. But if it goes up to 10, you make money. Right, right. And it's like you you can protect yourself no matter how it goes. But you have to bet in a different way. You know, this much money. This So that I found it very interesting. Right. So then, man, if I want to invest, I want to invest in options. So I looked up which sites can I invest in options? Right. And this is the sad part. None of the two or three websites that I looked up where you can do crypto option trading. Mm -hmm. My location or US is not allowed. Can't do it right. (laughs) I was like, oh, man, I thought I'd find a way to make money. (laughs) I want to try. Exactly. (laughs) Then I can't actually Americans can't have access to that. If you have to be in like India or like Switzerland or Cayman Island or something. Right. So once I perfect this, let's open up a business in Cayman Island. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like Uh, it. So with with that, I think I want to open up uh, for questions. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if anybody, uh, has anybody wants to say, guys, uh, please feel free. Uh, and also, staking, I would like to add one more point. Like, uh, they say exactly like uh, just a full mining. Compared to mining uh, with staking of a coin, they use that one to validate. It uses less resource and uh, uh, and it will add up the value of the Ethereum Ethereum or whichever the coin which is staked up. Like uh, it will increase the value overall. That's for that is correct. That yeah, that, that I mean it not necessarily increase. I mean, like if look at what Brian just said, right? It's eighteen hundred. He thinks it might go to ten thousand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if you buy a thousand, uh, like eighteen thousand worth of uh, Ethereum today, and you stake it for five years, yes, you'll get some money by mining. But also, that eighteen thousand may not be eighteen thousand; it may be thirty thousand. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So you you benefit both ways. Yes. Yeah. Right. Even if it, let's say that eighteen thousand stays eighteen thousand for five years. You already made a little bit money on mining, right? While you're mining and while you're processing transactions, maybe you made a thousand bucks. I don't know how that works, but you and I know you'll make some money, right? And then depending on which pool you're in, because people with have a bigger pool of money, they get to make more money. Yeah, it does take less energy. It is a lot less, and that's why they're going to that. So that's that's why. Proof of stake over proof of work. There's a ton. I, I want to say it's like 95. They, they claim it's 95% less energy. Use. Definitely. Huge difference. Yep. Yep. Right? The, or the Bitcoin is very energy consuming because there is no staking. No staking. Everybody, Everybody is it. Go for it. Go for it. Right? Trying to, uh, trying to win. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody is to spend energy. Now only people who stake will spend energy, which is like a small percentage. Yep. Any other questions? Krishna, Steve, Shadow, just say something in the chat and. Okay. If we have no questions, Brian, Good. I think uh, we covered everything we wanted to today. Love it. And so please, guys, if you guys have any questions or any topics you want to suggest, please put it in the chat for us or send us a sure. quick note on this. You know, call in. We'd love For to sure. research that and talk about it. Yeah, we'll it. talk about anything within space. Exactly. <laughs> love it all. <laughs> hey, have a wonderful uh, rest of the day, everybody. Cool. Take care, guys. Thank you for joining. Uh, Thanks, Joe. Bye, guys.